Hey, it's Terry Gorry, and this is the Irish Law and Small Business Podcast. So, there's an interesting case, very interesting case there, reported in the last few days in the media. It's about a will, and it's about a gentleman who died childless, he was a childless farmer, he was unmarried, he was elderly. High court case and what has happened essentially is that an undoubtedly genuine error by his solicitor has led to uh, one-fifth of his €250,000 estate going to a woman whom he had decided should no longer be a beneficiary. Background, that's the outcome of the High Court case. This gentleman, Mr. Cochlan, made a will in September 2012. He was well into his 80s. That will provided that his estate should be divided between four people, including two cousins of his. Then in July 2015, in a second will, he added a beneficiary, an extra beneficiary, Miss H. However, he subsequently fell out with Miss H and in November 2015 destroyed the 2015 will. And he destroyed the 2015 will on the instructions and advice of his solicitor with a view to revoking that will and the other will, the previous one, the 2012 will, would come back, be revived as it were, be the only uh, extant will in existence and therefore would kick in but that was not the case so the executors of the case applied to gan- cancel uh, a grant of probate for the 2012 will and to administer the estate in accordance with the deceased's actual last will and testament and with the law and that was the 2015 will this application was supported by Miss H because obviously she had to gain from the 2015 will whereas it was opposed by uh, Mr M because is his inheritance under the 2015 will would be less than under the 2012 will if Miss H was getting a, a bite of the cherry as it were. So Mr M he was concerned that the executor's application could result in the distribution of the deceased estate in a manner directly contrary to the known intention of Mr. Coughlin, the deceased man, to exclude Miss H as a beneficiary. The core legal issue here, however, concerned the application of the doctrine of dependent relative revocation, which allows a court to find the prima facie valid revocation of a will was not in the particular circumstances, actually effective in revoking the will. I'll say that again. The doctrine of dependent relative revocation allows a court to find that a revocation of a will, a prima facie valid revocation of a will, was not in fact effective. Mr. Cochran's solicitor said that when he attended her in November 2015, he no longer wished Miss H to be a beneficiary and wanted only the beneficiaries in the 2012 will to have a share in his estate. 
The solicitor said her understanding and her advice to Mr Coughlin was the action of destroying the 2015 will, uh, which Mr Coughlin did in her presence as being his last will and testament, had the combined effect of revoking it and of confirming or reviving the 2012 will. This is the fatal mistake in this case. This error, according to the judge, was undoubtedly a genuine one by the solicitor who continued to act on this mistaken view of the law in filing an application for grant of probate of the 2012 will, the High Court judge said. The same formalities that apply to making a will are necessary in order to revive a will, she said. The solicitor's advice that revocation of the 2015 will would automatically revive the 2012 will was fundamentally incorrect. In order to revive the 2012 will, it should have been re-executed or the deceased should have executed a codicil clearly stating his intention to revive it. That's what the High Court judge found. In the absence of these steps, revoking the 2015 will would prima facie create a situation where the deceased no longer had any valid will in existence at the time of his death and would consequently would die intestate. To avoid this situation arising, the doctrine of dependent relative uh, revocation means where it can be established that the revocation of a will was conditional on the happening of an event which did not occur or upon some belief which turned out to be wrong, there's no revocation. On the evidence and the law, the judge concluded Mr. Coughlin clearly wished to die testate. Because his intention to revoke the 2015 will was conditional on his belief, based on incorrect legal advice, that doing so would revive the 2012 will, the purported revocation of the 2015 will was not legally valid. Application of the principle of dependent relative revocation meant the destruction of the 2015 will did not effect a valid revocation of that will. The net effect is the 2015 will remains extant. A copy of it should be admitted to probate and the grant of probate concerning the 2012 will should be cancelled, the judge ruled. So basically, Miss H, who the deceased person did not wish to. So Miss H is getting one-fifth of the estate, total of about 250000 even though that wasn't the deceased's wish. Um, hope you find this video interesting. If you do, I'd appreciate if you gave it a thumbs up.